Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Welcome, everybody. This is such a neat thing for me right now to be doing this in the middle of the day. So normally we do these on Wednesday evenings, at least Wednesday evening for me, but Jennifer is here with us and it's Wednesday evening for her um, because she's in the UK. So thank you for joining us, Jennifer. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, me too. Thank you. Yeah, it's like 7 p.m. here and I think you were all just kind of having your morning sun coffee break or something. <laughs> My coffee, still start our day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm excited to be doing it at this time. I am really excited to have Jennifer here. She's just such a phenomenal human being and I know her because we are in the same community with the same coach and I've just always been so just inspired and lit up by your energy and how you show up for yourself and in your business and just hearing, you know, your stories and what you've done. It's just been such an inspiration to watch you over the last, the last year and a half that I've known you. And I'm ex- really excited to have you here in my group to, to share what I've become so just connected to you and, and, and I admire you so much. So it's exciting that my group now is going to get to experience the, the same thing with you. Wow. <laughs> What an introduction. Well, thank you so much. Same, like you are doing big things in short spaces of time. That is collapsing time and space. So right back at you. This is this is so cool. So glad to be here. It is. What I love about being in a community, and this is what I keep telling my Facebook community as well, it's just so cool to be a part of something where the purpose, the shared purpose is something bigger than, than each of you collectively when you come together to work towards that. It, it amplifies your ability and what you're able to do. But then individually to see the growth and the transformation of each person is so inspiring. And so, like you said, just to be able to watch how people evolve and grow and change through their own process is really, really cool um, when you get to see that in others. It is, isn't it? It's so cool. And yesterday, actually, our, our mentor, she's doing like a five-day a five-day challenge or something at the moment and somebody said to me she told a story yesterday and I think it was about you but she used like she gave you a pseudonym and I was like what she called me Betty I was like hi it's me Betty and I went back and I was listening to it and I was like god damn I'm inspired by my own story that was a bad time in my life where I just kind of went like catapulted and and it was like yeah, feeling motivated after I listened to that, and it was it was mine. <laughs> so amazing to hear that. Yeah, but it is it, how far you've come. Yeah, I, and that it was kind of it was kind of surreal because I've she's written about it in her book as well, and I've read that, and that was just weird. It was really it was weird, but it was so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Every like every time you see. So it's a sisterhood and every time you see somebody win and get a sale and get a client and get to the next level, you're cheering for them and crying yeah. for them. And it's, yeah. it's so cool. Totally. So the more totally. communities like that for women growing the businesses like yeah. yours, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, it's, it's the, the amazing women who have gone before me that inspire me. And I say this a lot 
we are walking permission slips for one another. And when you see something that someone else has accomplished, it's like your soul is telling you, I want to do that yeah. too. And it yeah. comes from a place of they're giving you permission because they're showing you what's possible. Yeah, hundred percent. And that that's, it's so cool. You've said that because I always say that to my clients. It's like, rather than comparing yourself to somebody else and, oh my God, they've done this and why haven't I done it? And, I, and I'm working hard too. And the fact that somebody in your realm has done something you want to do just, just shows you it's completely possible and it's evidence that it's, it's happening for you, you know? So it's when you get into that mindset, it's win all the way. Right. Totally. Yeah. I think it's such a, like I was saying to one of, one of my clients yesterday, I'm like, John Mayer didn't look at Prince and go, oh, you know what? He's already playing guitar, so I can't do it. He looked at Prince <laughs> and said, man, that guy's really good. I want to play guitar like him. And it showed him what's possible for his own life. You know, mm -hmm. not that those are the only two amazing guitarists in the world, but certainly when you see somebody doing it, it's your soul telling you, I yeah. want to do something like that too. Yeah. So it's, it's a really cool thing to know. We're showing each other what's possible when we reach out and go for our best lives. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so speaking of all of that, you guys, Jennifer is a money mindset and manifestation coach, which first of all, I love the alliteration. Second of all, I love all three of those things because they're so powerful together because they all have so much to do with one another. And I'm excited for you to share with us just some of the, like you said, the story that, that, you know, that our mentor Gina mentioned yesterday, I knew as soon as she brought it up that it was about you because I remember reading it in the book. And I remember when you first got the book and you posted to your stories, you were like, I opened up to my page. Oh my gosh. And it was like such a cool thing yeah. that happened. And then of course, because I already knew you and I knew, you know, so much of your story, it was really cool to read about it in the book. And then when she brought it up yesterday, it's just, it's <laughs> neat to see who we are, what we've struggled with and, and how far we've come. And I know for you, a lot of that has been mindset and manifestation and money, mm -hmm. the biggest story on the planet. So mm -hmm. thank you for being here, sharing your three beautiful M words with us and, and what yeah. we can do to, here's another M word, to magnetize our clients using our energy and make sales easier. Cause that's a... It's a big thing for all of us in this group. We're here to learn how to sell. And yeah. what I like to tell people is selling is not about transactions. It's about relationships and yeah. how you show up in your business and how you show up as yourself. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited to hear what you're going to teach us and how that can help make sales easier on us. Oh, cool. Wow. What, what an intro. Okay. <laughs> so well-deserved, well-deserved. Ah. We should do this every week. This is <laughs> You're like, can you do this every morning for me? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I'll, I'll start with my story because I think just kind of as we've, we've already touched on, hearing somebody else's story and hearing somebody's struggle and how they've overcome that is so powerful and was much more powerful for me at the beginning stages of my business than hearing about people who'd signed into a program, had never done any business work or sales or coaching or anything before and suddenly were making 10K months. And and I like the underdog story because I kind of relate to it. You know, if, if that hasn't been you, then you, you want to know the in-depth information. So I was, I'll go right back to the start. So I was living a relatively normal, quiet, small life in a normal, quiet, small town in the UK. This is back in kind of 2011. I was married. I had a normal, quiet, small little job and I kind of felt capped at my, my income. I was actually managing a sales team at the time. And I remember I went to an NLP practice group to find out about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Probably everybody has heard of that by now. 
And somebody mentioned the secret and I was like, what's the secret? And it was a movie about the law of attraction. And I was like, okay, what's the law of attraction? So I got this film and it sounded great and everyone was talking about it and I watched it. And I know it's really cliche now because everybody watched The Secret and it changed their life. But oh my God, it really set me up on this path to, what do you mean I can have whatever I want? I can I can call in anything. I can have anything that I want. It was like Christmas. It was like, oh my God, I get to have everything. It was really, really cool. So I was like, well, I'm going to start to to try and use this because I feel really unhappy with where I am. I feel like I've probably reached as, as good as it's going to get. And I started to visualize, and I'm going to talk more about that today. I would just start to visualize as I was falling asleep, me being in different places around the world, me having a city center lifestyle where I lived in a small town, me having a different job, me having money, all these things, and being really, really happy and fulfilled. And then crazy circumstance after crazy circumstance happened and all these things started to manifest in my life really really quickly and so, you were visualizing nightly like you were just yeah visualizing. that's all I was that's all I was doing because I was like if I visualize then maybe I'll win a trip to New York or you know I didn't actually really for a minute realize that I would find the way to become successful and make the money to do all this stuff myself Mm-hmm. but I did so it's a, it's a very long story but long story short things just started to happen really really quickly and I started to ride the wave of that and in corporate I, I fought x to my income to six figures really quickly within about 18 months and this is a girl who thought she was capped at 25k forever you know and then the more I learned about this and the more I, I was like wow I'm using this the more I realized I didn't have a community of people that I could talk to about this stuff because everybody you know, I especially think England and back five or 10 years ago, everyone kind of looks at you like you've got three heads when you talk about manifestation or, right, you know, the law of attraction. yeah, they're like, really? So I eventually found some like kind of small talking kind of support groups for the law of attraction in, in the UK and in, in some of the bigger cities. And the more I started to go along to them, the more I had the, the feeling of, I could teach this, you know, kind of at the back of the class thinking that I could be the one who's talking to people about this. I've got such a good story. So I started to do that, started to host them. And by this point, my life was completely different. I had the city centre life, I had the, the nice apartment, I had the, the travel, I had the, the yoga retreat in Cambodia. I had all the experiences that I'd ever dreamed that I could have, that they were all there. And I had the salary as well. <laughs> so I was like pretty happy with myself but I knew that there was something more that I I wanted and that something more was I didn't quite get it at the time but was ultimately to have my own business and to have an impact and to spread more of this message out to people in the world so then I of course manifested accidentally finding out about our coach and her program and before I knew I was signed up and on my first trip out to to meet her and and it was very scary but we went to Maui and I manifested an upgrade on the flight (laughs) and I was like oh my god I'm good at this and to me that was just kind of confirmation that I was on the right path and ever since then I've I've built this business I talk non-stop about energy manifestation money how you can call in anything you want I tell the story over and over again because every time I tell it I feel super excited which makes me super magnetic for more cool stuff to happen and I, I work 
mainly with new entrepreneurs who are looking to, the, they're in the, the loop of how do I get my first client? How do I get my second client? Where are all the clients? Like, where are they? Where are all these people? And the, the energy is such a factor in especially new coaches and new entrepreneurs not seeing themselves in that light and not seeing themselves as the, the person who already has the clients and has the business and has the success, that their the energy is usually the thing that's really holding them back. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I really work with them on. I work with them on how they can get their mindset into the right place so that their ability to manifest the right clients comes through without having to work 15 hour days, without having to feel like you're pushing on on calls without having to feel like you're you're chasing people who don't really care you know and sending dms and social media and all that stuff um not to say by any means that it it's there's no strategy like my blend is 80 percent energy mindset and 20 percent strategy and i think that's probably about true for all businesses but what i find is when when i tend to work with clients and they open themselves up to this and just things that they have usually done kind of become a little bit defunct and things that they would never think of start to appear and, and clients and business and sales and money come through that way through unexpected ways instead and that's just that's, to me it's the coolest job in the world to actually get to see people experience that for the first time yeah yeah it's exciting because it was it's opening up possibilities for them that like you said they, they become so focused on it's got to happen this way that they're not available for the other opportunities that are just flying right by them that yeah. are a part of what they're already dreaming about, but they're so focused on how, how, how is the one way that they're thinking about going to make it happen. And I think that's exciting when you can open up their minds to here's another way. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it reminds me of, I haven't thought about this for a while, but since we're talking sales today, it's just popped in at the right time but in the old job that I had when I managed a sales team there was one guy who was I mean he was they were on telesales and he was slick and he he did the voice and he was you know he was he was really <laughs> funny with it he was like cheesy but his sales were unparalleled like day in day out week in week out month in, he was he could not be knocked off the top spot of the department and Everybody else, he was such a lovely guy. They loved him, but they were jealous of him and they would look and they wouldn't be able to understand what he was doing. So they would try and pick up on things that he was saying to customers and they'd write them down and they'd try and repeat them back. And if it's not your style, it's not going to work. But they would try it and, and say, well, he must just be on this special hotline where the customers that call his phone are ready to buy and the customers who call my phone are not because I can't figure out what the difference right. is. And the difference was his energy, like his expectation. He would not go into work like accepting, not hit, like making the top level of his bonus every month. And yeah. and I really learned about how energy is so important in sales from him. And when I started my business, I, I thought back to that and I was like, I learned a lot from actually managing this guy because he was just a superstar. And his, his energy called in the exact perfect people who were ready to buy. Of course they were because he was ready, ready to sell and he was ready to claim it. The energy he's putting out. And and I I talk about that a lot, obviously as the sales coach, where when you're showing up in a way that feels good to you, then you're aligned with your energy and that's what people can feel. And one of my stories from sales and, and my community has heard me tell this before, but when I first started seven years ago, I'd never sold anything. But one of the things I'd always enjoyed doing in my life was writing handwritten notes. 
So every time I went on an appointment with somebody, I would write a note. And one of the guys on my team said, you really think those notes are going to get you business? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, what are you doing over there? And I was like, I like writing notes to say thank you for the meeting. And he's like, you think that's going to help you? And I said, why don't you do things the way that you do them? And I'll do things the way that I do them. And then about a half a year later, I shot to number one in my company. And I mean, that was my goal. I was working towards that all along. So it didn't just like happen overnight. But when I got there, he saw the tip of the iceberg or he was only seeing or willing to see the tip of the iceberg. And he came up to me, he goes, all right, how'd you do it? I said, you sat next to me for the last year and a half. What do you mean? How did I do it? He goes, you mean to tell me those note cards made you number one? I said, you know what? If that's what you need me to say to make you feel better, yes. But if you go write the note cards, it's that's not the answer. That's not the thing. And it's exactly what you're saying right now. When those people were writing down what that guy was saying, they can copy and repeat what he was saying. But if they're not behind it energetically, it's it's not going to have the same effect. It's yeah. how you are showing up and the energy you're delivering it with mm-hmm. that makes all the difference. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's so funny because I think that's more of a, sometimes it's kind of more of a male perspective. Mm-hmm. Do you have men in this group? A couple. Okay. Hi, man. <laughs> no disrespect. Well, sometimes I think it is. It's like, it needs to be kind of logical. And it's like, well, this equation equals this result. Well, sometimes it doesn't. And you can try and do the maths in a, in a million different ways. And you can't figure out why someone's results are here and someone's results are there. And it's always the energy. It's always the intention. And my, what I, I say to pretty much anyone who will listen on this topic is, um, there's a version of you, a future version of you who already has all of the things that you want. So once you step into that version of her and you act as her or him and you live the life that they would live and you think the way that they think and you do the things that they would do and not just pretend, you know, actually really embody that, then the stuff that you're, the results you're looking for will fly in. They have got no choice other than to manifest into your reality because you're already that, that next level version of yourself. Mm. And so many people, I think, look at people who've got to a different level and they still sit in the question of, well, how do I do what you've done and how do I get to where you've got to? And the next level version of you probably wouldn't be asking that question because she'd be living it. But as long as you stay in the question, you don't get to that, that place where the answers are shown to you. Right. You're not living your way into it. You're staying stuck in the question of it versus energetically moving into it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, um, I think that the linear progression that people get caught up in, like seeing, seeing as it, it's supposed to happen that way linearly versus you said it earlier, bending time and space. Like it doesn't have to be a certain set of steps to get Mm -hmm. you to that next level version of yourself. And, and, And when you're stuck in seeing it that way, then you can keep yourself stuck in those steps versus moving forward and really moving into that next level person. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And success is not, it's not linear and it's not on the the path that you ever really think it will be. And it's not convenient either. It's sometimes the most inconvenient sequence of events ever, but it's so worth it when you get there because if you're fulfilling something that's truly a soul desire, that can never be a bad outcome for you and the rest of the world. Right. Mm. I also like to think about it in terms of like, you know, when you're talking about being your next level self or thinking your way, envisioning your yourself as that person already, being in reality too, with the fact that your clients are already alive and living on this earth. I had somebody say to me once, well, where are my clients going to, you know, where are they going to come from? I said, from wherever they are right now. Yeah. They're already here. 
it's already it's there. They're with you, you know, yeah. and it's you elevating who you are and vibrating at that level that's going to attract mm -hmm. them, that's going to start yeah. to make a difference for you. They're already there. They're waiting for you. Yeah, exactly. And if you show up with the right intention and the right message and you're visible, then how could they not be shown to you? And again, that people might, right, that kind of reminds me of, I've had a, I've had a client who once said no to a 500 pounds, pounds and dollars are about equal at the moment. So said no to a 500 pound package from me and then said yes to a 6,000 pounds package like a year later or so. And sometimes when you think, well, okay, that person was a no, that person was a no, that person was a no, mm, really? <laughs> you know, they might just be, they might just be getting warmed up. So no one to me is, is ever an, a no, it's, it's usually not right now. But yeah, just always being open to abundance can come from anywhere, right? including where you thought that it was already locked away. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I say that all the time. No is not no, it's just not right now. And ultimately, you know, we know from a sales perspective, it takes eight to 12 touch points, at least for somebody to buy from you. And, and there could always be a one-off where somebody's never talked to you before and they just buy a package. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say that never happens, but typically this is about building a relationship. This is about playing the long game. This is about you showing up as you, no matter what, and not making yourself wrong if, if somebody says no to you, because maybe they just needed to experience you for a little bit longer before they pay you the 6,000 pounds. And yeah. ultimately you want out in that level because you didn't see them as a no forever. You kept them in your world. You kept them close. They kept following you. Yeah. And when the time was right, they said yes. And, and we don't ultimately have control over that. We do have control over ourselves, our intentions and how we show up. And, yeah. and we can't say when somebody is or is not going to buy from us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has free scary. will. Yeah. yeah. Feels scary. Cause it's like, well, then how could I possibly know if I'm going to get clients? And it has less to do with us controlling what we want them to do and more about how we show up, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a huge thing for me at the beginning of my business. It was the only question on my mind ever <laughs> to anybody was, um, where do I get clients from? How do I get clients? Because yeah. I just, because I never had, and it was new and I was having conversations with people and I was receiving all the typical objections you get when you're, when you're new and <laughs> sometimes when you're not new that sounds great. I can't afford it. Can I keep talking to you for free? And you could, you know, that those kinds of things and people ghosting me on, on calls and things like that. And I think with stuff like that, it's really important to remember that the, the more that you become probably the, the more that you become experienced at this, once you've got your first client and it sometimes feels like a fluke, but you know, you've done it once you can do it again. And then once you've hit your first income goal, say monthly, you know it's possible to do again. And then every time you do it again, mm -hmm. it just becomes a bit more like, yeah, there we go. And something that you, you wanted to do at the beginning, like for me, selling that 500 pounds package to somebody would have been, you know, would just would have been the best thing in the world. But at the time she bought the 6K package, it was like, eh, made 6K today, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, not that that is something I do before breakfast kind of thing, but it was just so... <laughs> It's, okay. It wasn't like, oh my God, my first ever, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like that. It just becomes more. And once you, when you realize that and you try and get into the energy of it's going to happen, it always happens. It's always, it's always going to be fine. I'm always, you know, the universe always sends somebody my way at the right time. Yeah. Then you don't have to live in that fear of where do you get clients from? Where's my, like, how do, what do I need to say? How do I need to do this? You yeah. don't have to live in that fear anymore. 
Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Something my dad's always told me since I was younger, act like you've been there. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, don't be so surprised. Like, Oh my God, I got a 6k package, but celebrate it. It's a win, but I'm going to write that down. (laughs) (laughs) I say that, I say that to myself a lot. I mean, it's great. He's he's full of great advice and and has been, you know, my whole life, but that was one of the ones that um, I definitely always remember, like act like you've been there, you know? Yeah. It's already, like you said, this is your future self. You've already been there. You're Mm. envisioning it right now because like you said, your future self exists somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We had, so Nancy is one of our, one of our watchers. She said, she made a comment. They aren't necessarily buying the product. They are buying your energy. That's exactly it. Yeah. Sales is the transfer of enthusiasm. They feel your energy. They feel your excitement. They are convinced you can help them because of how you show up. And I think that's super important to remember. She also said, Jennifer, how much time and effort are you currently spending on marketing for social media or otherwise? Hmm. Good question. So I sp- <laughs> busted. I spend. So first of all, as you can tell from this answer, it's not. I don't have a set formula for this because I'm like, well, today I did. So I probably spend about three or four hours a week on Instagram posts that then transfer over to Facebook as well, and Facebook posts in my group and interactions and nurturing and that's really it uh if I write an email it I might give that half an hour and I've started a podcast lately which is my new my new baby which is probably maybe an hour a week and then sometimes when I what I tend to do with people is I have natural conversations on chats on Instagram posts and things that people comment on my stuff and sometimes we uh, we transfer that over to a conversation in the DMs and that continues and I check in with people and send voice notes and things. So that's probably the extent of my marketing efforts. And yeah, it's really, it's not a lot of time because I've, I spent a long time in the beginning. So don't, don't take this the wrong way. I spent a long, long time in the beginning building my tribe doing things I probably wouldn't do now because, you know, the Instagram and Facebook world have moved on so much in the last two or three years, but really building a community. And like, if anyone went into my Facebook group, they'd find hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours of videos and trainings and offerings and things like that. You've built up over a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that kind of library, which is a a great place to be because it's all still stuff I stand by. But yeah, what I what I do now, way more than I spend on marketing, I spend more time on my energy and actually managing that and working on the mindset stuff. Mm-hmm. And what does yeah. that look like? Is that when you say spending a lot of time working on your energy, is that self-care? Is that specifically your energy in your business? So you're working in your business when you say that? What does that mean to you? It's more mindset work. So what I do is, in fact. I even wrote these down so I can share them with you. This is what I, I do typically, and this is what I ask all of my new clients to begin with. So the first thing that I do in terms of, of mindset is every month I know what I want my goal to look like. And I print a, a print off like a check. Have you seen the check, the blank checks that you can print and you can write them to yourselves? <laughs> I, I have one from Rhonda Byrne also wrote after the secret. Power. What was it? The power. The power? No. Yeah. Isn't there another name? It's, it's, oh, 
I forget. It might be called the power. I don't know. Maybe I'm forgetting, but it had a blank check in it. And yeah. <laughs> when I was looking through that book, I printed the check. I wrote it. Yeah. And I mean, literally within a week that money showed up and it wasn't from a way that I expected it. It wasn't for, like, that's the thing for me about manifestation that has just shocked the crap out of me over and over again. I get my mind so focused on, okay, well, I put $3,000 on that check. So it's probably going to come from here. Or it's pro- and it just came from a completely different way that I yeah. never even would have guessed. Yeah. But when I connected it and I saw that money in my bank account and I saw that check that was on my mirror, I literally cried. I was like, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'm familiar with yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they work. I just love the blank check. And what I think people usually do wrong with it is they, they print one off. They write to me 25 billion quadrillion dollars some point in my lifetime please never look at it again and to me it's just like look really so I I do this monthly so at the beginning of the month or if I feel really called to the the end of the month before I really feel into the number that feels good to me not the number that I need or the number that I want for for eager reasons but the number that feels good to me and then I'll think about what I'm going to use that for and then I'll I'll write that out and I will I will just look at it to so it's almost imprinted in my mind so I can just see the number there all of the time put it somewhere visible and then you don't need to do anything with it for the rest of the month but it like trust me that the energy of declaring that for yourself is really really powerful as you know yeah totally so I have the I have the money goal that I that I set monthly. And then what I what I do on a pretty regular basis is just feel into the idea of who my dream, my dream soul, soulmate client is. That's what I call like dream soul clients. And um, that is not somebody who is not quick to make decisions. And it, it's not somebody who goes me for a couple of discovery calls. And it, you know, it's someone who jumps on a call and says, oh my God, I love speaking to you. I love your energy. I've been following you for ages. When you did that live about this, I just got there and I'm thinking, I don't even remember the call that you, you know, but they've been following me for ages and it's just so cool. And they're just, they've got, they've got questions, but they don't have objections and they're they're an easy yes. And they're a dream to work with. Like they're my dream, dream clients. And I just, I feel into that often. And I, I just, I think back to other people who have had like that and just feel into the energy of that. So these are the kinds of things that I do. I focus on the money and I focus on the the idea of the person that I want to attract. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of actual mindset work, I get a pen and a, a piece of paper and I remind myself every day what makes me excellent at what I do, what my client results have been like you know why my clients get so much benefit from working with me mm-hmm. all the things that I've manifested lately you know all the different ways that my money goal can come to me because I, I just love it when the universe surprises me with something that that isn't here's another client for your business not that I don't love that but you know just something fun and, and just write all these things down and it puts you in the state of always knowing that you are giving so much value and always knowing that you are delivering so much to the lucky person who's going to sign up so you're always in in that that position where and that is so so magnetic to come from a place of service and to come from a place of you know you you sign with me you pay x the result that you're going to get is probably 10 20 times that in in the value that you get from from that and to remind yourself of that all the time just makes it seem to your brain like it's such an easy like why wouldn't you want to sign with me you know once and that to me that's the mindset stuff that's the 
the key to the the energetic work that have people reach out to you instead of you reach out to them. You know, that's the difference. So yeah, I I say the same thing all the time. I'm like, I don't cost you money. I make you money. And I remind myself of that. I'm like, I'm helping people make money. And, and this is, you know, goes back to the, the teaching a man to fish or a woman to fish. I'm teaching you to fish so that you can, you can make as much money as you want to from this. If you follow the coaching and follow what I'm telling you to do, then ultimately, like you said, this is about your results are abundantly supported by the universe in every way. As long as you implement what we're working on with seeing it from that perspective, I, I agree with you. I think it helps us get behind what we offer as, as a coach And, you know, and and everybody in here is a health and wellness entrepreneur and you don't even have to look at it from just a money standpoint because money is energy. Well, health is energy. And and when you can raise their vibration because you're improving their health, then what other things are going to come into their life? What else are they going to attract? Because they're just raising their vibration overall as a human being because they feel better. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, the the richest person in the world doesn't have anything if they don't have the health and it's like, we're, we're definitely in a society where it's all money, money, money until you don't have your health. And then like, who cares about money at that point? So, well, I yeah. mean, that was the case. Then Steve Jobs would still be living, you know, yeah. like one of the richest men in the world wasn't able to save his own, his own health and his own life. So at the end of the day, yes, we can accumulate money, but, but health is yeah. like you said, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, then there's, yeah. there's a definite, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, And my brand is called Mindset, Money and Manifestations. And people often come to me and say, can you show me how to manifest $2 million by tomorrow? And I'm like, no. (laughs) So if I don't get the vibe from someone that they're not interested in living a rich life and having, you know, and I don't mean having stuff. Stuff is great. And it's, it's probably the easiest thing to get. But the, the love and the connection and the impact and the relationships and the, the joy, all of that, the spirituality, that kind of nature, those are the people that I want to work with. Yeah. And that, that is true. That's true abundance. And, you know, all of that is freely available to all of us. That's the cool thing. I said something last night on my live and I was like, I was so proud of myself when I said it. I was like, Ooh, I like this. <laughs> um, it was, if you focus on your intention and your impact, the income will come. Yeah, it's true. Because that's, you know, money is the byproduct of, of us solving problems, of us serving, of us helping people. And, you know, I told you earlier, I like alliteration. So all those I words came out and I was like, if you focus on your intention and your impact, the income will take care of itself. But it's, it's true. It's like energetically, that's just a part of what you're doing. And when you put your energy in the right place, the universe yeah. will support you. It's not going to give you $2 million by tomorrow. Like, like you said, when somebody's like, can I, well, you're kind of revealing your cards here by saying you don't really buy into what I'm talking about. If you really think that that's, it's like saying, can I bench press 500 pounds by tomorrow? No, you work up to it. You know, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight, but once yeah. you buy into it and you get your energy behind it, things start to, we bend time and space and things start to happen faster than you realize. Yeah, absolutely. And, and these things, sometimes people will say to me, oh, so I need to learn this skill and I need to do this and I need to start doing the mindset and how long do I have to do this manifestation stuff for? And I'm like, you know, it can, once you get out of that attitude, it can happen really fast. Right. I mean, I, like the story, so I'll tell you the behind the scenes of that, but the, the story that um, our mentor shared on a call yesterday when I was Betty, 
was when I was I was in real beginning of my business and it kind of in real feast and famine sort of struggle and where are the clients, where are the clients, where are the clients? And there was a trip to Montreal and it was it was like September a couple of years ago. And I think the event started on the Sunday and the Monday before, like six days before, I spoke to her and said I can't come to Montreal. I, I can't do it. I can't afford the flights. I can't like, why is this my life? I ha- like, I just hate this. It's not fair. Woe is me, etc. And I kind of got a pep talk and I stewed on it for like a day or so. And then I really went to town and looked at my beliefs and looked at where I was blocking myself and in self-sabotage and stopping myself from receiving those clients and receiving that abundance. Mm-hmm. And through a mammoth journaling session of about five or six hours, I came up with a new belief and I replaced the belief that I think I had a story at that time that because I wasn't making consistent sales, making consistent results, getting consistent money, why would people want to buy from me? Because I can't walk the talk. And I managed to replace that belief with people learn how to create success from me. And that was so like, even when I think about that now, it's so powerful. And it's like, why would somebody not want to have success shown to them why would somebody not want to work with me and all of a sudden the service element just came I just felt it so powerfully it was so strong and then that's when I made the 17,000 in three days and then flew to to Canada like woo! it was so I just got out of my my way in such a powerful way just from not just from there was a long process but changing that that belief changing mm-hmm. that you probably don't want to work with me because I'm going to oh my God, you really want to work with me? Like, I'm going to take you places. You know, that difference was so magnetic. I love that because it's your own internal work that you did that shifted your understanding of your worth versus waiting for someone else to validate your worth because of working with you. And I think that makes all the difference in the world. By the way, I have to tell you, first of all, Nancy told us it's the magic. That was the book. Ah, go on, Nancy. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nancy wants to know, she said, thank you for, the, for answering the question earlier. She said, how can I listen to the podcast? And I definitely want everybody to, um, once we get to the end and, and we're answering questions, I want them all to know how to find you, how to follow you. But if you want to let us know right now where your podcast is, can we find it on iTunes? Yep, it's on iTunes and it's on Spotify and it's called the Mindset, Money and Manifestations podcast. Okay, I'm going to put I that in. Love it if you would listen and let me know your thoughts. Money, baby. Money and Manifestation podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Oh, uh, Nancy says, I so needed to hear this right now. Good, Nancy. I'm glad you're hearing it. Mm-hmm. And Kira says, tell us more about the 17K in four days. That's an awesome story. I didn't know. That is a good one. And it sounds like you started to do some of the work to get yourself behind your worth and who you are and what you offer. And then that kind of removed blocks. But yeah, let's hear some, let's hear it. <laughs> so I think that was in end of August, beginning of September, 2000. And where are we now? 2017. And I'd quit my corporate job probably about six or seven months before, I want to say, I'm not sure. And I'd really got into the the place of kind of scraping by and there'd be the odd client here and the odd client here. And I knew as a, as a mindset coach, I, I knew that there was something in my head that was stopping all the abundance that I wanted to have. But I would really get 
I'd really get stuck on that and then I'd watch what other people were doing and then I'd be like uh maybe I need to do more of that um business coaches seem to be doing really well maybe I should do more business coaching and then I got myself into all of this this craziness um and it was quite a lonely time to to be all of a sudden in this what I now understand self-destruct self-sabotage mode because I had this this belief from forever and from from childhood programming that I was great at starting things and terrible at finishing things and my parents modeled that for me really well as well they were both the same kind of like oh squirrel you know that that kind of thing where it's like oh this and this and shiny object syndrome and I think if I'd have just stuck at something and just been been really consistent and trusted the process I would have had the easy results but I made it really difficult for myself with this self-sabotage and so yeah so then I took my RSVP away from the event said to Gina on the call on the Monday evening I'm not going to be there my life is terrible I failed help you know as you do and (laughs) she um She's like, well, it's because you haven't had the consistency, you haven't had the motivation, you haven't had the da 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 And she gave me like six or seven things that I hadn't done. And she's like, if, if you wanted to be the woman who made a 10K month consistently, you'd be meeting these criteria. So was not happy with that. And uh, <laughs> that But I really knew, I knew she was right, but it was just like a, that sting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the best and worst thing about understanding that energy is everything is that when something goes wrong, you haven't got no one else to blame but yourself. And you've got to take, I think I just got into the place of, t- of really taking radical responsibility for, for where I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then changed my energy so much as soon as I enveloped into this new, this new belief. And I still do this to this day. I would meditate and, and visualize and visualize myself welcome to Montreal, you know, get, getting off the plane, just being there at the event that was at this point four days away and just just really feeling unstoppable with it. And then in meditation, I just get this little nudge, um, send a message to so-and-so and I'd be like, oh, and it, it wakes me up out of my meditation when I get that. I just get these like little, do you get that? Like kind of a little whisper a little in your ear. So, yep. they're so good. It's like, thanks, it's <laughs> so good. Well, um, and once you aware of them, they're more powerful because you can kind of yeah. dismiss them before that. But then it's like, yeah. oh no, that's the universe speaking to me. Yeah, it is. And every time I follow those, and they usually are in relation to business, I, I get the outcome that I'm looking for. I reached out to loads of people and I, I said to them, I'm customizing packages. I know we've spoken before and the package that I've got was too much, but I've also got this self-study that I've done and I've did it. Why don't you tell me what you need and I will customize something for you. And about five or six people said yes to that. And I sold a, a six month painful package and I sold lots of different things that I customized for people that were perfect for them. And then I booked my flight to Montreal and I just, the rest is history. It, it was I cried all the way there on the plane. Oh, I, like, I can't believe I did it. You know, really. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It was, it just felt miraculous. And I was like, ah, I cracked it. Like I really understand that it's, it's all about what I'm saying to myself. Yeah. Well, and I love a couple of things that you've said. One of them you just said, which is you reached out to people you had already spoken with and talked to. Okay. And as a sales coach, I just always like to point out the fortune is in the follow-up because I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, where do I find new people? Where do I find? And, and, you know, I get the idea that like, we always want to be attracting new people into our world and into our Mm -hmm. community. And I would never say, no, don't go for cold traffic. 
But certainly we don't want cold traffic to be our only focus as if that's the only place that money could possibly come to us or work come to us. And I think we, we forget, like you mentioned earlier, somebody who said no to you last year, a couple of years ago for a 500 pound package, then came through less than a year later and paid six, 6,000 pounds. And when we see those no's for what they really are, then we're able to follow up and know that there's a relationship there. And if you continue to nurture it, then those people might go, Oh, now is the right time. Or, Oh, I didn't realize you had this offer or, Oh, you can customize a package for me. So I, I love that part of the story that you were willing to go back to people you had already spoken to because there's so much of a connection already there. To be honest, that's where the majority of my clients come from. So most, probably 90% of my clients have been in my Facebook group. So they've been nurtured naturally in there. Yep. And I do reach outs to people and say, you know, anyone I'm called to, hey, thank you. I've seen you've commented a lot lately. And what I do is I offer coffee chats to people. Like I'll give you 20 minutes of time why don't you tell me what's going on with you? It's not a sales call at all because it genuinely isn't at that stage. And and it's just a like, let's talk and, and I'll give you some help. And usually people are like, oh my God, I, all, all I normally get is commenting on your stuff. Like you'll get, you're going to fix me. Of course I want to talk to you, um, which is which is lovely. And if, they, if I don't get that response, usually I don't ever hear anything back. But those people, I talk to them and sometimes it gets to the stage where I say, I just love your energy. I would love to work with you can I tell you more about how that would work? Are you interested in hearing it? And they, they always say yes. And Wait, did you guys hear that segue? Did everybody hear that segue? <laughs> that was selling. That was it right there. I would love to work with you. I feel a connection. Can I tell you more about the opportunities that I have for you to take yeah. this work with me deeper? Yes. Yes. And they, they always say yes. And then I tell them and Sometimes it's an immediate yes, and sometimes it's a not right now. And because I because I've based this on the energy, I don't say this to everybody. You know, I, I've felt into that before I've asked the question. It usually becomes, oh my God, I really want to work with you. How can we make this happen? So it's if it's not a sale then, then because we've had that time and I haven't pushed them and I haven't pressured them. And sometimes on the call I haven't offered anything to them. It's just been me giving giving time because I didn't feel they were ready or aligned but they'll continue to watch me in my Facebook group and then I'll reach back out to them to see how they are. Or they'll, they'll, if I launch something, suddenly I'll get a PayPal notification with their name on it. And it's been six months since we've spoken, but having, especially in the online world, having that one-to-one chat and not watching somebody behind the screen, but having that connection, I think really, like you said, eight to 12 touch points, I think you can probably collapse that into maybe half just by having that actual conversation, even though it is, it's still online. I'm so glad you said that again, because that was the, <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but that was the other thing that I wanted to point out that you had said way back earlier, which is the C word, conversation, 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 conversation. Like that's where the relationship happens. That's where the sale yeah. happens. People don't buy from a Facebook ad. They oh, buy from a person, you know, and, and while Facebook ads have their time in place, whatever, when you're building a business, you don't need to build a business unless you're selling and unless you're having conversations and building relationships, you're not selling. Yeah. Have you seen my Instagram post today? It's a, it's exactly about that. <laughs> it's really, it really, yeah. It's Ooh, basically, no, now I'm going to go read it though. It's, it's like you wrote it. It's like the fancy <laughs> words on your website don't mean anything if your energy is not in the right place. And, and I, I've sort of mentioned in the post, I, I see women doing all sorts of things. Like I'm just going to spend loads of money on Facebook ads and, SEO optimization and all, and I'm like, what, 
Oh, no, 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 no. I feel so bad for them. And it it really does not, like the the most important thing that you can do, especially at the beginning of your business or while you're struggling to to get regular sales and regular clients is work one-on-one and do the inner work and work through your stuff before you start buying courses off the shelf. Yes, buying courses, buying ads, buying marketing, look at strategies, like they're, forget it all. Let's just, conversations. Let's make it very organic. Let's build relationships. And, you know, one of the things I like to ask is, is this a thing that's a fad for you or are you in it for the long game? Because this isn't something that you just like snap your fingers and it happens. And relationships, you know, it's no different than meeting a guy in a bar. You don't say, Hey, let's get married. You you know, it's the same thing. You get to know each other. You get to find out, are we a good energetic match? Can I really help this person? And the conversations are where the selling is really happening. And like you said, building a community where people get to experience you, that's part of it as well. Those are the touch points. And I mean, I like to remind my group, I'm like, every time you're watching me live, you're a part of the sales process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. As long as you're showing up and you're just being you, you're selling. Yeah. Energy, you're selling yourself. So I love that you keep saying conversations because that's the biggest thing. It's like, you've got to be willing. And I think people are afraid of the conversations because they're afraid of the salesiness that they've labeled, that they've applied to it. Mm-hmm. And they feel like, well, if I just put ads out there, that'll sell for me. Nobody cares more about your business than you do. Nobody ever will. And if you're not willing to sell it, if you're not behind it 100% energetically, then nothing's ever going to sell for you if you can't sell it yourself. And having conversations and being willing to put yourself out there is how that starts. Yeah, absolutely. And and going, like you say, when you meet someone in a bar, do you propose immediately? <laughs> it's like going straight in with the, it's icky. It's like when you walk into a car, do you have that in the, like you walk into a car showroom and you like these vultures all just, <laughs> and you're like, you're like this and it's awful. And that, that energy is like, you know, just buy something, just give me a credit card, just buy something, buy a car, this car, this car. And it's horrible. And the people who actually take the time to speak to me and find out what I, you know, I'm looking for and what previous cars I've driven and what I do for a living, that kind of stuff. The people you feel relaxed in the company, they're always the, the ones I will, will buy from because the other ones I just can't, I just, I need to get away. <laughs> I just can't stand their energy. And, you know, don't, don't think just because you're not in a, a face-to-face environment and you're not working in a car showroom <laughs> that the, the internet is the car showroom. You know, you're still, people feel that. They feel it from you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like you mentioned it and it's perfect how you said it. It's like, if I walk in and you're trying to sell me a car right away, then I don't think you have my best interest in mind. If I walked in and you're like, what are you looking for in a car? Yeah. What type of car have you driven before? Now I'm like, oh, you care about my experience. While it still may be a transaction that's going to happen, you're genuinely and authentically asking me questions about what I'm looking for and what my interests are in a car versus trying to Mm -hmm. sell me a car. And I used the example last night with one of my clients. I said, if somebody's looking to buy a drill, why do they want a drill? Nobody wants a drill sitting around in their house to have a drill. They're trying to drill (laughs) holes. So if they come to you and you know they're looking for a drill, well, tell me about the holes that you need to drill. What size are these holes? You know, asking them questions about what they're going to do with the drill, not saying, well, I've got this drill that's automatic and it can plug it. Well, yeah, why they want it. And then come from a place of service of helping them find the right match. And that's what we do as as coaches. We're just matching our services with what that person needs and wants and making sure it's a good fit. Yeah. 
That's how you take the salesiness out of it because I'm not just trying to sell you something. I'm trying to sell you the right thing if it's the right fit. Yeah. And, and it just, that reminds me of my, um, my training days. I, I used to train about things like that, like needs and wants and, and features and benefits. And that's one thing that I see so many people doing, I would probably say incorrectly on posts and on sales pages. And when they're talking to people in discovery calls, they're telling them the features of the things that they can sell. So you get this, you get X amount of calls with me, you get time with me to do this, you get da 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 da. And the person's kind of like losing interest in, and how much is that? And the, the reason that's happening is because they're not selling to the emotion. People buy emotionally and the, it's the, the energy connection. Uh, you're like, yeah. <laughs> so so well, it's like, I'm like, you're not selling, selling 12 sessions on Zoom. You're selling exactly. transformation. And as soon as you start trying to sell 12 sessions on Zoom, you have lost the sale. Because yeah, you're not exactly. focused on what that person wants. If they want to go to Paris, quit selling them the airplane. Mm-hmm. Sell them the Louvre, sell them the, the Eiffel Tower, sell them the vision of what they want. Or if yeah. you're selling a mattress, sell them the better sleep that they're looking for. They really yeah. don't want the mattress. They want what the mattress is going to do for them. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't want to hijack what you're saying, but yeah, I always get caught up in that. I'm like, quit selling the features. Yeah, exactly. The benefits are where it's like the emotions are where it's at. You know, people don't want to, people don't come to me to hire me because they want to you know, have an extra zero in the bank account, for example, they, they want to have the lifestyle that that brings to them. So why do you want the extra money? Well, I want to travel more. Well, what would that enable you to do? Well, I probably need to quit my job. Oh, so you want to do that too. So all of a sudden there's this lifestyle that's a dream. Once you've tapped into, you can tailor what it is that you do to them by saying, I had a client who did exactly what you wanted to do. And, and we kind of worked on this and you can take a look at her results here. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's the person that I want to work with rather than you get 12 calls on Zoom. Like what? Who cares? You know, everyone's on Zoom today. Like, <laughs> Can't get off Zoom. Yeah. yeah. And that's not really the selling point. While those things might be important once they've understood that this is the right fit for them and they've understood that they want this service, then you can talk about the details of how it will, will play out. But you know, again, another nobody wants to lose weight just to lose weight. So quit trying to sell them on, you know, we're going to bench press five times a week and we're going to, you know, like, well, that's Kira's probably watching going, nobody should bench press five times a week. <laughs> they're not worried about how they're going to lose the weight, connect them to the vision of what they're going to feel like when they lose it, what hmm. they're looking to accomplish. Like, why do you really want to lose the weight and yeah. connect them emotionally to that yeah. versus yeah. the method that you have for making it happen? Yeah. That and I always find a, a, such a valuable question. Why do you want to achieve this? And why do you think you haven't already? It's like, usually that's when you get the, there's so much information in that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can really, I think you can really sense that. Sometimes that's when people get emotional as well. You can really sense what, you know, what's going on for somebody in that mm-hmm. moment. And to be able to connect with someone in that way on a sales mm-hmm. call, when, like when I've connected to, to somebody who, when they've asked me those kinds of questions and I've really gone, wow, like, of course I want to buy something from them rather than, you know, just going through the motions of the features or something. Totally. And I think that's a a really powerful question, not only for you because it reveals things, but what it reveals for them when they hear their answers. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes just saying that out loud and the truth of what, 
their reality is up to that point. Maybe they've never expressed that or said that to somebody. Like you said, they get emotional sometimes when you ask that question. They surprise themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it is like the, the first time somebody asked me that, I surprised myself and I was like, whoa, who, who's that person that just said that answer? Was that me? And it's, it's yeah, you tap in to the conversation in a whole whole different way then and you, you really become open to the thing, the solution, yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I also like asking, well, what makes you think that I'm the right coach to help you with this mm. and getting an understanding too, as well for them to hear that mm. and for me to hear that, to make sure, like maybe they're looking for something that, you know, I want to make sure I can deliver. Like, what is it that makes you think that this is the right fit or I'm, I'm the right coach for you is really important. It is. Yeah. And it's important for people to hear to, to have that time to process and to because their brain usually is going there's a cost implication get off the call get off the call and it, the, the ego is saying I don't have the time there's all sorts of things going on and to give somebody the space to say why does this sound good to you like what do you if you know how does it sound I like it what do you like about it and they they just get the chance to reassemble those thoughts and think about that and they hear themselves state why they want to do it and then at that point they kind of sell themselves into right whatever it is yeah right yeah and and hearing that i think is really powerful for them to sell themselves into it it's like like you said their ego is saying i don't have the time or oh my gosh there's a cost involved and you know i always say to people i'm like we put timelines and price tags on our dreams as if they're not the most important thing in our world and really what better thing to put your time and your money towards than your dream for what you have on this on this earth to fulfill your purpose to be a part of something that feels really good that makes you excited when you wake up in the morning to show up for your life because yeah. you know you're doing something that really is aligned with your soul with what feels yeah. good to you it's so true because I, I mean if you don't you'll be in this in the same chair watching the same tv show in 20 years kind of you know still having the same dreams yeah, yeah. Yeah. You become very, um, I mean, honestly, it's what Gina asked me and it's, I've said this to my community many times. It's what got me because I felt really silly when she asked me this, I spent 45 minutes telling her the big dreams and the big visions I had for my life and my business and what I wanted to do. And I want to accomplish this and I want to accomplish this and I want to accomplish this. And then it was like, okay, are you ready to move forward? And I was like, no, I can't afford that. And I don't have the time for it. <laughs> oh. She said, okay. So what's more important to you, Nicole, your dreams or your comfort zone? Hmm. Mm -hmm. And she had every right to ask me that question because I had just spent 45 minutes blowing her up, telling her how important this stuff was to me right up to the point where I couldn't do it. And I realized I was very committed to my comfort zone. Yeah. I was very committed to staying stuck because it's where I was comfortable. It's what I knew. It's what was familiar. And the fear of going after my dreams was only surpassed by the fear of not. Mm. And when I realized both of them are fears, going yeah. for my dreams is a fear, but not going for them scared the crap out of me even more. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't want to be that person 20 years later that was still sitting on the couch doing nothing with their life because I was afraid to do it. Mm -hmm. And he asked me that question, you know, and truth be told, there, there was no pushiness either. It was like, let me think about this. She said, cool. And then I thought about nothing else for the next yeah. week because she had asked me the right question that got in my mind that made me go, oh God. Yeah. Right. I sound so silly because I talk these big dreams, mm -hmm. but not willing to take action on them. And I'm, I'm talking the talk, but not walking the walk. Yeah. And isn't it funny how, when you look back now, like entrepreneurship really does just crack you right open out oh. of that comfort zone. And now it's like, 
how much is that? Yep. Here's my card. Like what? You know, (laughs) it's like, I don't even, I'm like, yep, let's do this. Yep. Let's do it. Because now I truly have understood from coaching and from working on myself. Yeah. Money is abundant. It is renewable. And it's just getting me closer to who I am in this world and what I offer. And Mm -hmm. it allows me to enhance who I already am so that I can expand and, and make a bigger impact in this world. And I can't do that on my own. I can't do that without the right support because I can't see my own patterns that are standing in my way. And that's the value in coaching is the accountability, the the awareness of things that I can't see for myself. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, I mean, you're so right with that money is so abundant and it's always renewable. But the the one thing that people always seem to think that they've got more of is time. And that's, you know, people take that for granted. And I've had conversations with people like, so didn't we speak two years ago and you wanted to start a business? Yeah. And you said you were going to do it on your own. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. And still in the same place and still are saying the same thing. Give give me six months and I'll come back to you. And I'm like, okay. So in the nicest possible way, when that, as an example of that, when that happens, I close my energy completely. I don't keep them as a potential follow-up in my mind, like that the energy is closed there, that it's not kind of with them to think about. It's it's back with me focused on something different. I like that. I like that because you have to set your own energetic boundaries in order to, because they're, they're going to string you along because they're stringing themselves along. It's nothing to yeah. do with you. It's nothing to take personal. And in that moment, yes, you cut off your energetic boundaries and say, I'm moving on because there are people who are ready. There are people who don't want to wait six months because really they're just procrastinating and they're, they're stringing themselves along with the, you know, false perception that they're going to do something. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the, you know, the good news for everyone here, if, if people do struggle with that, is that the, the more experienced you become at this stuff and the, the like, I suppose the more resilient your energy is with regards to that then the less that actually does happen like the you know the I can't afford it objection is pretty few and far between for me now yeah Um, but it used to be the only thing that people would ever say (laughs) it would be the only thing I could hear but you're you realize where it's a mirror of yourself and where you've done when you do your work and you you don't expect to hear it so much. It just kind of stops showing up and it, it isn't the biggest problem that you have in your business anymore. You know, you'll, you'll get another one. <laughs> love that. I love that. Cause you're right. You're, you're not available for it anymore. You're so, especially early on when you're new, your own fears are the reflection of what people are showing you when they're on the discovery call and they're like, Oh, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. It's not that you're never going to hear that again, but you just aren't available for it anymore in the way that you are maybe at the beginning when you're kind of unclear and, and lacking the confidence and you're not quite as rehearsed with it, but it definitely is something that once you become unavailable for it, it's just mm-hmm. not you attract anymore. Yeah. And becoming available for it doesn't, doesn't have to be, it can be, and I've seen it done, but like, I am not dealing with these conversations anymore. I'm just not going to have I'm just not willing to speak to somebody about not being able to pay the bills and stuff anymore. Or it can be, Oh, I haven't actually had that conversation with anyone for about six months. All my clients pay on time. Most of my clients pay on full. Hmm. Must be done with that. And it's just your energy is just not there. You're not, you know, you're not a magnet for that anymore. I also yeah. think it's being willing to get to the point faster and hear no and be okay with it. You know, I, I always say closing the deal is either a yes or a no. Yeah. A, a close on a deal is not just a yes. 
it's either way you're closing the door on that if they say no that's cool if you decide that energetically it's appropriate for you to follow up with them a couple of times great like you said if that's the point where you're like i've heard enough from this person they're not going to take action then you close and move on but either way you're moving on to people who are ready to say yes and you're not making yourself available for anything other than give me a yes or no and, and we move on and we're good yeah definitely being be intentional about where you leave your energy definitely like i i hate the um personally hate the yeah like give me some time to think about it uh, okay when when should we talk again um maybe in next month like i'm just nah you know it's i'm not leaving my energy open for that um, I like them to hear in that moment what's really going on. And I just say, cool, what is it that you need to think about? Yeah. And sometimes before that, I'll ask, like, have, have I answered all your questions that you have? Is there anything else that's still lingering for you? No. I think in definitely in the UK, I don't know if it's so common there, but open, honest sales conversations don't really happen here. Mm-hmm. They usually, if somebody doesn't want something that is being presented to them, they will make an excuse. Mm-hmm. and they will say they need to sleep on it or think about it or talk to somebody or let me check my bank balance. Well, I mean, if it's me and I wanted it, I have a phone with an app with my, you know, I'd like, how long does that take? But we are very good at being kind of polite and inventing some, I, I wrote a post about this today, inventing something that we need, must get to immediately. Um, so can I come back to you? And just not saying this isn't for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes people will give you that kind of like a smoke screen, you know, yeah. that kind of. It's a way for them to feel more comfortable without saying no directly. Cause what I've noticed is some people don't feel comfortable saying that and, yeah. and they'll send you a message. Yeah. They'll, exactly. send you, they'll ghost you on the discovery call and send you an email. And it's like, yeah. okay. Um, Are these people British by any chance? Um, some of them, yes, but no. Like okay. you said, you, you, you know, you're not sure if it happens. Every, it happens everywhere. It's right. it's more of a of a human behavior than it is. I I would say you know regional. It's it's like yeah. people have a tough time saying no. Yeah. I don't this because yeah. what I believe is they have a tough time saying no that they don't want it because they know that's not their truth. Mm, possibly, yeah. Their soul really wants it. It's their real world responsible, rational, logical thoughts and brain that are saying, no, you can't afford that. Or no, you don't have the time for that. But it's hard for them to say, no, I don't want it. Cause they know they really do. They're just not willing to make the, you know, take, take action on it. Mm. And you know, it's, it's such an eye opener that the more that I've become comfortable with being the seller, the more I've become comfortable with being the buyer. And mm-hmm. I've had some discovery calls of, of my own with people where I've said to them, I'm not sure this is for me and here's why. And seeing how they like really top coaches, how they respond to that is fascinating to me. And usually the ones who say, no problem, let me know when, you know, this is when the cart closes kind of thing. Usually they're the ones that I just have got so much respect for that I'm like, okay. And the, the ones that try and downsell and I had an experience last week, I was talking to somebody and she was talking to me about her program and she tried to upsell me into one-to-one and then downsell me five times into five different things just in the dms and I was I've unfollowed her now I was like that is insane to me oh it was horrible desperate 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 desperate. and this is a this is a spiritual mentor (laughs) I was like really and you know the sad thing was if she'd have just 
sent a voice note or said, let's get on a call and talk about what's right for you, she probably would have had the sale. I would have signed up for something with her. But I was that repulsed by that energy. I thought, I just, you just see me as a big dollar sign. I'm just not, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. I love that story. Cause I think that's just such a powerful, like you just said, had she been a human and gotten on the phone with you yeah. there, there would have made a huge difference. Yeah. Again, energy. It's yeah. not in selling in the DMS is such a tough thing too, because it's not really a sale. It's a transaction. Like you said. Yeah, it, it is. And it's the buyer has all the power because they have the option to, um, you know, not respond for five days or to get, you know, it's, it's really not. There's no, yeah, I know. It's, it's not, not a great, a great way to do it. Yeah. So everybody's loving this conversation and Kira says, I'll help you bench press whatever you want. Um, <laughs> so for somebody, I mean, this is all so valuable, like everything you've shared. I, I love it for somebody who's new. Cause I know you mentioned earlier, you know, like doing, doing the work and feeling like there's so much stuff you have to do is, and you said 80% intuitive, spiritually led, you know, manifesting kind of law of abundance approach and 20% strategy. So for somebody who's new, who feels like I need, you know, this, this masculine energy of like, I need to do, and where can I find, and what can I, how, 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 what would you tell somebody who's new? Who's like, well, where do I find my clients, Jennifer? How do I manifest using my energy? What would mm-hmm. you tell so what I tend to do, like, this is the way that I work with people who have established businesses and I would flip it if, if they didn't. But if somebody has something, they like they know roughly what they're doing, they, they have an offer, they may or may not have signed a client before. But the first thing I would do is the easy part. So I'd look at the 20%, which is the strategy. I'd look at the message that they were putting out to the world, the way that they were doing that, make any quick tweaks that I needed to, and then I'd go into the energy work with them, um, knowing that the strategy was already there. If they didn't have anything and they were they were really starting from scratch, then... The most important thing to to know is who you are, what you help people with, and who the people are that you want to help, and not even so much how you help them. And I think that's where people get into the the features again. Like I can I can give you these recipes, and I can go like I have a morning meditation, and I have a yeah. Like if you're so, for example, if you're working with busy entrepreneurs who want to develop healthier habits I'll just take a guess at that and you're you know you've got posts about different things that you can do and how to do a morning routine and how to do these recipes and these are the things you should look at on labels and things like that I'm going to feel exhausted by that and I'm not going to I'm not going to follow and give up the time because I'm a busy entrepreneur mm-hmm. but what I would really like to know is how to balance my sleep habits probably and you know how I can make healthier choices when I'm on the go all the time and that that kind of thing and you know that those sorts of things that actually appeal to what I'm looking for so it's really important to know what the person that you're selling to actually truly wants what she wants and needs and desires and sometimes what she wants and what she needs are two different things I say she could be he but if you don't really understand what it is that they're looking for, the transformation they're looking for, then all your marketing is going to be off. So I would say focus on that. It's so important to do. Pick one platform, two at the most, where you know that these people are going to be and show up and just give tons of value. Instagram is my 
favorite thing at the moment. I'm really learning how to use it properly. I used it not very well for, for a while and was in like groups, what are they called? Pods, Instagram pods, where everyone will comment on each other's posts and things like that, yeah. which Instagram doesn't like anymore. Um, so I've just kind of used, learned how to utilize hashtags and things like that and do put a, a proper strategy in place. So master a couple of a couple of platforms, speak to your people, give them loads and loads of value and do the coffee chat thing like I did. It's such a good thing. Build a community, ask to have conversations, not sales conversations, just I as a give back to my community. A couple of times a week, I will pick someone at random and I will have a, an offline, well, a private online conversation with them and offer them any tips and help and advice and do that and just make it all about them and the service and honestly that is you don't need Facebook ads like if you like advertising paid advertising online if the people who are seeing your message for free aren't interested in it what makes you think that because you paid for more people to see it they got like it's not a numbers game don't be fooled by numbers saying that yeah, it, it really is. And um, I was obsessed with like, if I can get 5,000 people in my Facebook group, then I'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you've not made 5,000 sales. Like it really doesn't. If you're not selling to the 50 people, you're not going to be selling to 5,000. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So really just, just keep it simple. Um, know who you're speaking to. Yeah. Know what you want them to know and just work, you know, work on your, work on your craft and really learn your stuff and really learn from people who are going through what you want to work with them on, mm-hmm. you know, how they're feeling and where they want to get to and get some really good testimonials behind you. If you just started and you haven't got any clients, do it for free in exchange for a great testimonial yeah. and use them. And then that's your 20% strategy. And that's, that's really it. Just keep doing that on repeat. And then the rest of it is just the mindset. I can, you know, the journaling, the work that goes into, I can do this. This is why I'm good at this. This is the right. result that people get with me. This yeah. is why, I stand out, you know, the way that I do. This is why the universe always supports me, et cetera, et cetera. And just, just get on a roll and do it every day, every single day. Wash, rinse, repeat, 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 repeat. Keep going. Yep. Stay committed. Yep. Keep showing and up. And then do it again. It's about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not about doing it because it's supposed to work in two months. This is about doing it because it's your dream and you're in it for the long game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Love yeah. that. Great advice. Great advice, Jennifer. You're always full of great advice. I love it. So thank you so much. So where can everybody follow you? Instagram, it sounds like. I'm going to put mm-hmm. in um, your Instagram handle. It's underscore Jennifer Grace underscore. Yes. Okay. There are two Jennifer Graces who do the same thing in the world. No way. And she's got a book published with Hay House, which is my dream. So I, so I choose to believe that because she's showing me it's possible that it's going to happen to me. <laughs> but I'm like... Damn it. You got my name. (laughs) By the way, you guys, can you just hear what she said? She's a super successful mindset, manifestation, and money coach. And there's another Jennifer Grace doing the same thing. And both of them are perfectly successful and have their place in this world. There isn't isn't just one spot for one thing. It's like, we're all, there's room for all of us. And it's in who you are and how you show up. And what's your special sauce? How do you amplify that? And how yeah. do you attract people to you because of you? Because I'm sure the other Jennifer Grace might share your name, but she doesn't share your beautiful, amazing energy and how you show up. And that's why people oh. are attracted to you. No, she, she's actually pretty cool. She oh. is quite, yeah, she is quite sure cool. Is. <laughs> <laughs> do you know her? Have you reached out to her? No, no, she's, she's pretty big. Yeah. She? 
Um, she's published, yeah. People tag me every now and again thinking it's her account and vice versa. So I get tagged in like, oh my God, the the retreat in Bali with Jennifer Gray. And I'm like, whoa, when did I do a retreat? <laughs> but I'm like, thanks, yeah, bucket yeah. list. It's your Vision book yourself, just saying, yeah. hey, this is where you're headed. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So I put Instagram in here. Nancy is clapping for us. I think Nancy loved it. Nancy, I'm so glad you were able to be here. Nancy's in Spain. So as you know, you guys are on a different time zone. So I think normally she's not able to be on um, on my Wednesday evening events. So it was cool. We were yeah. able to do this one earlier. Um, so Instagram is your, is your jam. That's where you spend most of your time. Is there anything else that, um, anywhere else that you show up? I know your podcast. I put that in the comments as well. Anything else yep. that you would like for them to know about how and where to follow you? Yeah, I have um, I have a Facebook group, which is the same name as the podcast. It's Mindset, Money and Manifestations. So if I'm not on Instagram, I'm over in the Facebook group. Love that. Well, thank you so, so much, Jennifer, for your time, for sharing all the amazing nuggets of information, um, especially for the people who are new to this world, just hearing, you know, your story and the advice you gave was really, really powerful. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm glad it helped. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been so much fun. Yeah, you're welcome. So thank you again. Everybody definitely leave us your favorite takeaways, please. There were a lot of them in here. So as you're watching, um, as I like to say, thoughts grow stronger when shared. So let us all know what stood out for you and resonated with you. We'd love to all hear it and read it. And Jennifer, thank you again so, so much. I really appreciate your time with us. Oh, thank you too. Thanks everyone. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.